0: Podcast. I want to particularly say hello to anybody that may be listening for the very first time. We're so honored that you would take the time out of your life to listen in and be a part of this platform and what we're building. Um, what I want to take a moment and do is just say a little about the podcast. The so Janelle Sanders show or podcast is something that has been around for more than a decade, and we set out with an intention to – empower individuals to fulfill purpose, and maximize their greatest potential, and through intriguing conversations, inspiring guests, intentional tools and strategies, we aim to empower individuals to live their greatest life. That's been the mission from inception and that will always be the intention and mission of this podcast. So I'm so honored that you would take the time to allow us to do life with you. I want to say hello to my Apple Podcast family. Hello. Don't forget we have some exclusive content that's going to be coming to Apple Podcasts really soon. Hello to those of you listening to me on Stitcher, those listening to me on Google, those listening to me on Spotify. Spotify is amazing, if I can just say so. Um, the growth, the numbers that we continue to see there has been unbelievable. The countries that are listening to this podcast has been unbelievable, and I'm just honored that so many of you are listening on Spotify. Hello to those of you listening on iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible, and any platform that I may not have mentioned. Thank you so much for being a part of the Jamel Sanders podcast, I would love to connect with you beyond this show. Please reach out to us, www.jamelsanders.com. Again, that's www.jamelsanders.com. Uh, there you'll find a hub of empowerment resources and tools to help you live a greater life. You'll find out more about me, the work I do, my products and services. You'll find out more about my books. You can also sign up for my empowerment newsletter right there on the homepage, And you will also find a link to all of my social media platforms with the exception of TikTok, which I believe is Fitzgerald Sanders. So all of that great stuff is there on the website. Beyond this podcast, I am the founder and CEO of Janelle Sanders International, LLC, a global management consulting advisory firm. I work with leaders around the world, business and government, and I help provide solutions to complex global problems. And so uh, the joy of my life is training, developing leaders, business leaders, political leaders, helping them reach their potential and helping them to be at the forefront of leading change and transformation in the world. So you can find out more about me there. And as I just stated before, I've written a number of books. For the sake of time, I won't go into all of them, but I would like to recommend my latest book to you, book number 11, Pressure, Unlocking the Power of Prophetic Intercession. Uh, This is a book that almost didn't get written uh, for many years, people have been talking to me about writing a book, particularly about my spiritual life and spiritual journey, and prayer and what faith has meant to me. And one of the things that I kept grappling with with my assistant and those that work with me is I didn't know how this would resonate with the audience. Some people are for faith; not everybody's a person of faith. I've written a lot of books around leadership and. Uh, personal mastery, self-mastery, I was not sure um, exactly how uh, that was going to work out or how that was going to happen. And so, I believe with all of my heart that this is a resource that needed to be written so I wrote it and I was very nervous I wasn't sure how it would resonate with people and to hear the feedback that I've been hearing has been absolutely amazing Uh, so many of you are sharing how the book is helping you how it is transforming your life and causing a spiritual awakening to happen for you And so I'm just so honored uh, that you're getting so much value out of the book. And in the book I delve into prayer, um, uh, my personal journey in prayer, my spiritual awakening, um, the power of prayer, how to bring a promise out of the realm of Um, possibilities into the realm of now, uh, the prophetic fortitude that you need to embrace your future and so much more. It's a powerful resource. Uh, You can get the book from Amazon, Kindle Nook and most major book distributors have access to pressure. I know it's going to be a great blessing and benefit to your life, and thank you to so many of you that have already supported the book and are sharing how it has resonated with you. So what I want to do really quick, I want to take a very quick break, and I want to jump back into the series that we've been working on for more than a month now. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. So we've been in the middle of a great series called "Grow: The Journey to a Better You." And <clears throat> excuse me, as I started the series, my intention was to do four parts and to end it and go into another topic. But as I begin to uh, ponder and reflect on this series, it became. Uh, so much more than that, and it turned into much more than four parts. And now I don't know how many parts exactly it will be, but I believe that you're going to get some value out of it. And so uh, we're continuing today, growth, the journey to a better you. This is part four, and I want you to really listen to this because we started the year off right. We Months or longer about that, and I was really. Uh, pondering where do we go next where do we go from here how can I continue to empower people to reach their full potential and to give them the tools and strategies that they need to live a better life and From that, it just seems to always correspond with where I am in my life. And I just thought about growth and how important growth is and how do we do that? What does that look like? And I began to build this framework around it. And I believe this is going to help you in a tremendous way. It's helping me um, even as I put it together as I'm working through some things personally. And this has been one of those weeks, So. Uh, What you're getting is hot off the press, and I believe it's really going to just empower you and help you in a tremendous way. So let's get into this. Um, As I continue to work with leaders around the world, I've learned that most people are uh, searching for answers to life's questions, and particularly people are Uh, wanting to know what it takes to produce a better life Um, it doesn't matter who I talk to what part of the world they live in what their socioeconomic status is I have failed to meet an individual yet that is not looking for a better life and what I know to be true is that a better life is not something that you magically create. A better life demands amending of the heart and a healing of the soul. And I think a lot of times we're trying to pursue things from an unhealed soul, from a broken soul. And we're wondering why uh, certain things are not unfolding or happening the way that we feel they should be happening in the timing that we feel they should be happening. And a lot of it goes down to we are just broken Uh, we are not whole we are not healed we have not mended our hearts and we continue to frustrate ourselves because we're waiting for this great thing to happen but we're neglecting this great work that needs to take place on the inside of us and so um, I always try to stress this to everybody to make sure that you're doing the work we talk about the work we uh, convene about the work we give keynotes about the work but when it really boils down to it there's very few people that are uh, really doing the work that it takes to transform their lives and so Like I said, this is not magic. This is something that you have to be very methodical and very intentional about. Intention is a word that you hear me use a lot because it's a powerful word. Um, It's a word and not just a word, it's a law and a principle that will revolutionize your life. So many people just do things by happenstance they do things carelessly and recklessly and they don't live their lives with a sense of intentionality i believe that intention uh not only gives us the initiative and the drive that we need to get certain things accomplished, but initiative establishes a certain rhythm to our lives. And a lot of people are, don't have the rhythm that they need in their lives because they are not intentional in how they live. Um, in in essence, moving forward requires you to stop looking behind you and to step into the birth canal Uh, of who you were born and created to be. And so I think a lot of times a greater life is calling us, a greater life is available to us, but I think that so many times we uh, just fail to understand that if we are not willing to step into that birth canal of change and transformation, that certain things are just not going to happen or unfold in our lives and that we have to be willing to step into that in order to become who we were created and destined to be. In my lifetime, I've come to the conclusion that a better life cannot be created from broken pieces. And so a lot of times we want something that is dysfunctional and dilapidated Uh, and to produce these incredible results for us. And what we don't realize is that you have to not only heal from the broken pieces, but you have to have the ability to put your life back together piece by piece. And the problem that we have is that we don't like process. We want everything to be automatic. And so when the pieces don't come together in two seconds, we start to feel a certain way, uh, not realizing that you got to do the work and in order for you to embrace what is possible for your life. You cannot cut corners in the process. There are no shortcuts to success and then no, there are no immediate doors to opportunity. You have to be willing to do the work and pay the price to get to where it is that you want to get to in your life. I believe that your blind spots are the greatest barrier to you becoming your best self. Let me say that again. Your blind spots are the greatest barrier to you becoming your best self. And a lot of times I don't know about you, but I know personally um we do a lot more damage to ourselves than anybody else can ever do to us. We're our own worst enemies a lot of times. And we're we, <clears throat> we our own worst enemies because of these blind spots and because uh, we lack the ability to see the long-term picture. Uh, we become so focused on the immediate and the urgent that we forget about the uh, process to this greater goal, greater vision, greater thing that we're endeavoring to do and to create with our lives. And in a culture that is fascinated with looking the part, I want to model being the part. We're real good at looking the part, but very few people have really mastered what it means to be the part. And being the part is going to require some work on our part, not just the opening of our mouths but it's going to require an internal work where we are not just saying things, but we are exemplifying and modeling and demonstrating those things through how we live our lives. In other words, we have to stop keeping up appearances and we have to start living authentic lives. There's no other way to put it. We have to live authentically. And I think that so many people um, are failing miserably Uh, when it comes to uh, modeling the messages that we talk about. We talk a good talk, but the minute that we encounter pressure or resistance or we don't get the uh, consensus that we want in a certain area, we just throw in the towel and we give up um, and we just say forget it. I don't know, maybe you don't do that, but that's what I've done. So you have to be mature enough to realize that You've got to do this the right way, and you've got to be committed to an authentic life even when adversity and challenges and opposition comes up against you. What I want you to really understand is that our gifts and talents mean absolutely nothing without growth and transformation. We often camp out at how gifted we are, how talented we are, but could it be that things are the way they are because we choose to be the way we are? A lot of times we want to look to the external and we want to neglect the internal, but the reality is that a lot of things in our lives are the way they are because we've been the way we are, and we haven't done anything to change them, so that has become the reality. And if you're not careful, not only will that become the reality, but that will become the rest of your life. That will become the box that you live in for the rest of your life if you don't do anything to change it. And so we can't get so fascinated because we're gifted or we're talented or we have this great potential, but we have to be committed to growth and transformation on a consistent basis. It is impossible to exemplify truths that have not first been embraced. And so we often talk, you know, this generation, uh, we're very big on your truth, and I hate that terminology because it's not your truth; it's the truth. And you cannot exemplify the truth until you embrace the truth. And so many times we want to uh, try to reflect things that we have not embraced in our own life. And so you gotta embrace it. You gotta be the first. Uh, partaker of the product, and it's got to work for you before you can distribute it to somebody else. Um, I've come to the conclusion that we don't need more inspiration. We need the courage to confront the underlying beliefs and behaviors that are undermining success and prosperity in our lives. Let me say that again. We don't need more inspiration. We need the courage to confront the underlying beliefs and behaviors that are undermining our success and prosperity. And so I don't know what those. Uh, behaviors are in your life, but you know, and you have to make a decision that you're going to have the courage to come so that you can move to the next level. What you are unwilling to confront, you will never conquer write that down what you are unwilling to confront you will never conquer and there are a lot of people that are not conquering anything in their lives because they are unwilling to confront it and so you have to make a quality decision that you are going to confront the things that are standing in the way of your progress your growth your development, your advancement, and your evolution. We want a better life, but very few people are willing to build a better life. You don't just get a better life; it's something you have to build. You build it brick by brick, brick excuse me, and you build it step by step. And there are no shortcuts that you can take in the process. And so. You don't create a better life through avoidance. You create a better life by addressing barriers. Write that down. You create a better life not through avoidance, but by addressing barriers. And so I believe that confrontation is the greatest wound for change and transformation to happen in our lives. We want it to happen conveniently and comfortably and pretty and we don't want any discomfort or anything that feels um, you know painful but the reality is that there are certain things that we have to address uh, in order to break through certain barriers in our life therefore a better life requires honesty and confrontation let me say that again A better life requires honesty and confrontation. So many people say, oh, Janelle, I want to change my life. I want to transform my life. I want to shift my paradigm. That's wonderful, but are you willing to go through the confrontation and the honesty that it's going to take for you to get from where you are right now into the life that you want to live? When I started this series, I wanted to be open and honest for my life and journey while also uh, providing you with the strategies and insights to empower you to create a better life. This is what I know. Nothing destroys your life like denial. Write that down. Nothing destroys your life like denial. And the next thing I want to say to you, the question becomes, what are you in denial about? What are you in denial about? Because whatever you're in denial about is the thing that is ultimately going to define your life, feed your life. So what we have to do is we have to begin to deal with the things that we have been in denial about. You know, one of the great philosophers said, to thy own self be true. And the reality is that we know how to be truthful to everybody but ourselves. And so what we have to do is we have to come out of denial, and we have to begin to confront and face the hard truths about our lives, who we are, and why we are where we are at this season of our lives. Denial brings us temporary relief, but it also results in long-term pain. Let me say that again. Denial gives us short-term relief, but it brings long-term pain. And not only does it bring long-term pain, it brings a lifetime of regret because you know that there are things you should be doing, opportunities you should be taking, doors you should be walking through, but because of denial, you stay stuck where you are and you don't move into the next place in the next season of your life. Dreams die without – dreams, excuse me, without development produce disappointment. Let me re-say that. Dreams without development produce disappointment. And hope without uh, hard work produces hopelessness. Ambition without adversity results in abortion what has to happen is we have to come to the realization that what you ignore has the power to inhibit your growth and development. Write that down. What you ignore has the power to inhibit your growth and development. And the reality is we don't have to look very far in our lives to determine and to see that there are some things that we have neglected and ignored. You know, it reminds me of the situation where you have a small leak in your home or your condominium or your apartment or your building and it starts out really small and you ignore it and it becomes bigger and bigger till all of a sudden you find your home, your apartment, your workplace flooded. Why? Because you neglected it in its infancy. And so many times we neglect things when they're small. And then they blow up into bigger things that defeat us and trap us and rob us of the ability to move forward with our lives. And so we say out of sight, out of mind, but the reality is that that's never the case and that there's going to come a moment where that is going to occupy and master your life. And it's going to rob you so much because you have not dealt with the things that you need to deal with in order to move forward with your life. And so denial is a delay to your destiny. Let me say it again. Denial is a delay to your destiny. And it's time for us to stop being delusional and to seem direct about what's blocking our success. You know what's blocking your success nobody can answer that for you nobody can say that for you nobody can unpack that for you we can listen to you we can lean in we can understand but at the end of the day what every person has to realize is that you are where you are because you choose to be there and if your thoughts and your decisions have brought you here your thoughts and decisions can bring you to a different life I want people to always know that you are one one decision away from a different life and so if you decided on this you can decide on something different and you can move your life in a different direction but the reality is if it's going to be is up to me nobody is responsible for your life but you and ultimately you are the one in the driver's seat you're determining whether you live your life in neutrality or whether you live your life in overdrive but at the end of the day nobody has the ability to steer the course and the direction of your life but you and in knowing that until you are willing to face the person in the mirror you will always live uh, in jeopardy of forfeiting your potential let me say that again until you are willing to face the person in the mirror you will always live in jeopardy of forfeiting your potential Um, I look at my life this way there are all these incredible possibilities, opportunities, realities, doors, rooms, relationships, things that are possible and available to me. And then there's me. Um and underlying beliefs, perceptions, psychological constructs, emotional wounds, scars, um, internal dialogues, all of these different things that have the ability to derail me from what's destined for my life. And if we, you and I don't do the inner work, then everything that's possible for our life will never manifest. We'll go through life, we'll fight the same battles, we'll be in the same mental warfare, the same emotional struggle, and those things will begin to fade away and dissipate and die, and we'll never accomplish them. And we'll get to the end of our lives bitter uh, and full of regrets because we never did the thing that we know we were created to do. And so I don't want that to be the case for any person, but you have to face the person in the mirror. Some things have to be deconstructed before they can be developed. Let me say it again. Some things have to be deconstructed before they can be developed, and your life is one of those things. You have to deconstruct your life because a lot of us, if we're honest, we know that there are deficiencies, there are um, inadequacies, there are things in our foundation that are not – Um, conducive with the life that we desire to create and to build for ourselves. And so if you don't get those things out of your foundation, everything you build is going to be faulty and it's going to fail. And so a lot of times we waste a lot of time and energy on things that are not really important when we should be deconstructing things in our lives so that we can really develop and become the person that we were created to be. Uh, Sometimes your foundation does not support the future that you're trying to build. Write that down. Sometimes your foundation does not support the future that you're trying to build. And so you have to do the work on your foundation so that the structure of your life is sound, stable and sustainable and so today i want to address the third pillar to growth and this is the pillar of blind spots i really want you to listen to me in the time i have left Uh, blind spots are defects in our lives that we lack the ability to discern um they are excuse me blind spots are Ultimately, uh, deficiencies are in our lives that we lack the ability to discern defects that we cannot detect and dysfunctions that we are delusional about. Let me say that again: blind spots are deficiencies in our lives that we lack the ability to discern defects that we cannot detect and dysfunctions that we are delusional about. Blind spots are the danger zones that have the ability to derail um, our destinies and our futures. Nobody knows your blind spots like you know them. And so other people can make us aware of certain behaviors, patterns, ideologies, philosophies, and constructs in our lives, but nobody understands your blind spots better than you. And so I want to build into this. Time I have left. I want to try to break this down and make it a little bit more understandable for all of us. A blind spot is a thought pattern, a thought process, a belief system, attitude, or emotion that has the ability to unravel our lives. Let me say that again. A blind spot is a thought pattern, thought process, belief system, attitude, or emotion that has the ability to unravel our lives. Now, that definition, in and of it, want you to look at your life. I want you to think about the thought patterns, the thought processes, the beliefs, the attitudes, and the emotions that have the ability to unravel your life. I say it this way. Blind spots are the weaknesses um, that ultimately war against the holiness of our lives. Let me say it again. Blind spots are the weaknesses whether it's a relationship or an emotional button or a trigger or a trauma or some underlying belief or perception that you hold it shows up in your life right when you're on the brink of breakthrough and major transformation. You have to get to a point in your life where you begin to address these blind spots so that they don't rob you of the life that I know you've been created and destined to live. What are your blind spots? what feelings and behaviors prevent you from moving forward think about that matter of fact make that a homework assignment get your journal this weekend what feelings and behaviors prevent you from moving forward nobody can answer that but you and if we all take the time to get quiet and to be honest with ourselves we know what those things are we may not want to identify them because i believe that what we identify we are forced to take responsibility for. And so a lot of times we don't want to identify. We want to be like, I don't know, I don't know, but you do know. In your heart of hearts and deep in your soul, you know why certain things are the way they are. You have to begin to deal with those underlying emotions in your life. The other question is, what has the ability to affect your heart and alter your future? I always tell you, your heart is not just the organ that pumps the blood. It is the seat of intentions and the center of your world. And so whatever affects your heart alters your future and your destiny. And so what in your life has the ability to affect your heart? Is it words? Is it trauma? Is it uh, disappointment? Is it fear? Is it Uh, insecurity, whatever that thing is, you have to begin to put your finger on it and address it uh, and deal with that area in your life. Blind spots are the things that have the ability to break your concentration and knock you off course. Blind spots are the things that have the ability to break your concentration and to knock you off course. Now, in the time that I have left, I want to try, keyword try, delve into some blind spots okay blind spots include number one mindsets these are thought patterns and processes that trap you in toxic cycles they are paradigms that are not productive to your progress and potential let me say it again the first blind spots are mindsets. they are thought patterns and processes that trap you in toxic cycles paradigms that are not productive to your progress or your potential and so a lot of times i know for me the biggest blind spot has been psychological Uh, psychological constructs paradigms philosophies ideologies that are not consistent with who i was born to be or the life that i'm intending to create and so every time progress is made those things begin to surface again, and you have to begin that process all over. Always tell people the renewal of your mind and the transformation of your mind is not a one-time event. This is something that you have to do, because what we don't understand is that there are underlying beliefs, there are underlying philosophies and perceptions that have been entrenched in us, some of us generationally, um, and some of us all of our lives, and we have not known our lives apart from those psychological constructs and foundations. And so if you don't address those, yeah, you may have confidence in this area, but as you're moving forward, there's new things that are going to surface, and you have to begin to do that work over and over again. And you have to begin to reprogram your mind with the types of thoughts that are going to accommodate your advancement, your flourishing, and ultimately you thriving and reaching your full potential. And I think that for most people, I know for me, this is the number one thing. I know with the leaders and people I work with, this is the number one thing. So many times we're looking externally, and the real battle is internally. It's what's going on on the inside of you that's stopping you from becoming who you were born to be and so we want to look outside for something or someone to blame but we have to begin to take responsibility so that we can move to the next level the next blind spot is associations these are relationships that are toxic and rob you of growth and transformation Let me say it again. The next one is associations. These are relationships that are toxic and rob you of growth and transformation. Dysfunctional relationships that pull you into old cycles. What are those relationships? Toxic dysfunctional relationships that pull you into old cycles. Every time you're moving forward, the voice of your past shows up. People from your past show up. Old relationships surface in your life. And what do we do? Most of the time we start reaching back for those old relationships, no matter how toxic, dysfunctional, or unhealthy they are, because we have not severed the tie. uh, There are relational soul ties, not just sexual soul ties. They're relational. There are ties to people that we know are not good for us. But they're good for you right now, so you invite them back into your life again, knowing that the same thing is going to happen and it's just going to backfire in your face. The next one that I wanted to say under associations are seasonal relationships that you try to make destiny relationships. Let me say it again, seasonal relationships that you tried to make destiny relationships. You know that these, these people were only in your life for a moment, but you sit down and make it a lifetime. You cannot make something seasonal work for a lifetime. What will happen, it will create frustration with you, and frustration is signaling to you that this has expired. And so you can keep trying to perpetuate it. I'm not telling you things I've read about or heard about. I'm telling you what I know. You can try to prolong it, but you know that that's, as far as that relationship could go in your life, and you need to honor it for what it was, and you need to move on and stop trying to hold on to it because it's only holding you up, and it's delaying your progress and your advancement. So let it go. The third blind spot is pain. This is emotional wounds and unhealed trauma that consistently drives you and robs you of the ability to exercise sound judgment and to make sound decisions. Let me say it again. The third blind spot is pain. This is emotional wounds and unhealed trauma that consistently drives you and robs you of the ability to exercise sound judgment and make sound decisions. So every time it's time for you to go to the next level uh, in your life, in your business, in your ministry, your calling, your destiny, uh, all of a sudden these
1: emotional wounds
0: and trauma and scars show up in your life. Uh, you find yourself just breaking down and boo-hooing and feeling some kind of way. You don't know why it's happening. It's happening because you have an emotional blind spot that you haven't addressed. Um, toxic emotions are feelings that pull you into the past and distance you from your future. Write that down. Toxic most emotions are feelings that pull you into the past and distance you from your future. So nobody can really answer that for you, but you know what I'm talking about. These are those feelings that you get into that pull you into old cycles and seasons and distance you further and further away from your future and the life that you were created and intended to live. The next blind spot is weaknesses. These are areas of deficiency that have not been um, conquered or dealt with in our lives. These are the things that you refuse to master. Let me say that again. Weaknesses are areas of deficiency that have not been developed in our lives. These are the things that you refuse to master. What are you not mastering? What is mastering you that you should be mastering? Whether it's a psychological construct, an emotion, a relationship, a weakness, a character flaw, an inadequacy, an insecurity, an identity crisis, whatever that thing is in your life, you better master it before it masters you um, what we think a lot of times is because uh, we haven't had a episode in a while we'll say that we mastered an area and the moment uh, we try to elevate or move forward all of a sudden this thing shows up again to let us know that we haven't really mastered it and that there's more work that we need to do.
1: The uh,
0: other um, blind spot is ignorance. This is knowledge gaps and skill gaps that stand in the way of your victory. A lot of people want to be successful. They tell me about these grand dreams and visions they want to build, and they do not have the knowledge or the skill to make it happen. And so they jump out to do all of this stuff, and they are ignorant. They are not prepared and they don't have the capacity to bring that thing into manifestation and so one of the most dangerous things you can do is jump out to do something and have no knowledge about what you're doing and some people say you know they don't care they're going to go for it Well, go for it but more times than not those individuals fall fat on their flat on their face and those things never get accomplished in their lives and so I don't want ignorance to be a blind spot for you. Build capacity in that area so that you can have long-term success and results. So we talked a lot about blind spots today, but when it comes to blind spots, what we must understand is that a blind spot must be identified. You will always be defeated by what you cannot identify. Let me say that again. You will always be defeated by what you cannot identify. So you need to identify the blind spots in your life. Number two, you need to devise a strategy for your blind spot. That means you need a plan for your blind spot. A blind spot is a place of deficiency, but it does not have to become a place of defeat. Uh, A blind spot is a place of deficiency, but it does not have to become a place of defeat. Strategy empowers you to hedge against loss. Write that down. Strategy empowers you to hedge against loss. So if you're experiencing loss and sorrow and pain over and over again, You need a strategy for that blind spot in your life, and when you get this strategy, it's going to empower you to dominate the things that used to defeat you. The next thing you need to do is make um, adjustments for your blind spot. In other words, what you adjust for you are empowered to overcome. Let me say it again. What you adjust for, you are empowered to overcome, but what you ignore will master you. So there are some adjustments that you need to make to your life to get you on the other side of the thing that has been opposing you and standing in the way of your growth, your development, and your advancement. And then the final key. You need to be accountable for your blind spots. accountability brings protection and protection when you have accountability in your life there are people that can see further than you higher than you and above the situation more so than you are able to see and so when you have strong accountability in your life it safeguards you against uh destruction shipwreck ruin and all of those things that would seek to derail your life, your destiny, and your future. The reality of this episode is I want every person to know that every one of us has a blind spot. doesn't matter how great you are, doesn't matter how powerful you are, how gifted and talented you are, how many victories you've experienced in your life, everybody has a blind spot. And your ability to hit against loss with your blind spot to identify it, to uh, make adjustments in your life, to get a clear plan, to uh, get accountability. Those things are going to safeguard you so that you can have what I call sustainable success in every season of your life. If you want to grow, you got to know and be aware of your blind spots. And your blind spot does not have to defeat you it can develop you for greater success in the days to come. And so I hope that in the time that we've had today that you've gotten some value, you've gotten some insight and some wisdom that will help you move from where you are into the life that I know you've been created and destined to live. As always, it's such a pleasure to get to do life with you. Let's go out of the first quarter of this year with some momentum And let's not let anything slow us down in the days to come. Never forget how powerful you are. Have an incredible weekend and remainder of the month, and I hope that you'll stay blessed. I'll see you again real soon.